You're listening to the Battle Ready Podcast. You can find more information about Battle Ready and Addison Free Will Baptist Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org forward slash Battle Ready Bible Study. Battle Ready Podcast, believing what it says. with no sound they're wondering what is happening yes welcome back to battle ready thank you for joining us we are in matthew chapter five again again (laughs) still there we have got the giggles tonight so be careful with us because we're Mm. liable to laugh when it's anyway we did start matthew chapter five last week and we got to i think about verse 21 and then we said we'd finish it up this week Mm -hmm. but um, let's recap a little bit of last week just to pull everybody back mm-hmm. to the right place. So we saw that the Beatitudes are a list of things that mean this will make you happy. This way lies happiness. And they're all contrary to what we think happiness entails and what we should run after to get happiness. They are all sacrificial things that we do that end up bringing good back into our life. Right? That's what the Beatitudes were. And then we went to the similitudes. What is a Christian supposed to be like? A believer. Supposed to be salt and they're supposed to be light. We talked about what that means and the functions of both. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just poured a lot of water down the <laughs> all over myself right before we started. <clears throat> I'm a little off my game. But here we go. And today I just want to say that if you you hear people talk about the Sermon on the Mount all the time, even non-believers will talk about the Sermon on the Mount. And they'll talk about these lovely words and how this is good teaching and Jesus is such a great teacher. But I wonder sometimes, and I, I, it is beautiful, it is wonderful, but I wonder sometimes if they're reading the same thing I read. Because when Jesus goes through the sermon that he gives to all these, the multitudes following him now, he doesn't leave anybody not face first on the ground, skinned. I mean, he, what he is doing is laying out the argument that there's none righteous. There, nobody's righteousness is going to qualify them for a seat in heaven. I mean, he and he leaves no one untouched. If you don't see yourself somewhere pricked in the conscience, right, Mm -hmm. by these words, I don't know that you're reading it carefully enough because that's what we're going to cover. It's not just what you do. He said, you know, the outward showing of the Pharisees and the scribes that he's already running into trouble with, right? (laughs) The outward showing is not enough. There has to be more than that because God sees the heart and he knows whether it's just... You know, that outward show of religion, or if your heart is really right and pure toward God, he sees it all, he knows it all. You can hide nothing, mm-hmm. right? I, and I think when you get to the end of this, like the last verse says something like, and they marveled, or they were in awe of his words. I, I think you definitely would be, because not only, they say he's, he teaches with such authority, but I don't think there's mm-hmm. anybody in the sound of his voice that didn't realize Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Right? It's I like, need help. I heard. I read a commentator today who said that, you know, being extreme right or extreme left was not a new thing. No, and, and never. You, and you came up with that today when yeah. you were talking a little bit about Adam. I started asking a little bit more about it. But it, there is, that is not a new thing. Mm-hmm. There is always this one side who says, don't even read that because that's about the kingdom and we don't even, we're not right. in the kingdom yet. <clears throat> and then you've got the other side who says, I do the words of the Sermon in the Mount. I know what it says um, and I, that's my gospel right here. What the Sermon on the Mount says is my gospel. gospel. But that's not how any of this works. You have to take the whole book, you right? Have you have to take the, the whole scripture. thing. 
And in his teachings, for me, it feels like he takes those top 10 commandments that we all know so well and he shoves them up a little bit when he and says, okay, now you like Here's this part, but watch it. this. This is just as a, this is a, an extenuation of those same things. Which if you want to recap that in his words, it's verse 17 and 18. Um, it That's says, what Jesus said. And he says, think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. And and even in the next verse, he's like, if somebody teaches you, hey, you don't really have to do this one anymore. Or if somebody tells or you, you this is choice. not really what God made, meant when he said this. He said, that person is the least in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. In other words, what I teach you about these, this is this, this is, is what it. the heart of God yeah. is. Mm-hmm. This is what God meant when he said these things. And this is what the goal is. And I think you should read it like that. The goal of the Christian life is for these truths, these absolute rock-solid truths of God, to be our standard. But that doesn't mean that we ever fully attain that standard. That righteousness is in Christ, fulfilled in Christ. Now, I don't know if I'll be able to say this the right way. The commentator that I read today made sense when I was reading it. And that's and that's interesting because sometimes when you're reading things, you know, that's not a bad idea. You know, you have to go back and think about what they actually said. And that isn't always an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. But he basically said that this first part of chapter 5 was a manifesto of the king. Here's, here's what I want you to know before you sign up for this kingdom. This is what it's going to be like. Now, I don't know that I 100% agree with that, but I, I thought that was an interesting take. Here's what it is. It's not just uh, don't commit adultery. It's don't even look at somebody as if you're going to lust after them because that takes it up to another level of, of thought. And he was talking about how when people make this, they like this. They like the words. They like the I be good. I don't understand. They I mean, like I like the, it too, right, but, but it like, makes but, me fearful. But this isn't enough. Because no. you have to know that Christ died, and you have to know that He resurrected. And you have if to know He didn't, you're guilty of, right of, here. of all of these things. Right, right here, right. This is where you're doing. And that's where we still have our extreme left and our extreme right, and the other way around. I used wrong hands, but you know, in, when you're when you're reading through this, if you don't know what it says back here and what they got in trouble for, and you don't know what the plan of salvation is and you don't understand this really has nothing to do with you it has to do with what christ did for us because we can't do these things we now wait saying the wrong word go ahead i know that's why i go to unpack this this is the discussion i had Mm -hmm. today Mm -hmm. jesus christ did every standard he set up yes he did he fulfilled it absolutely with in the letter Mm -hmm. and the perfection the fulfillment of the law and he's not telling us you don't have to strive for this. And he's not mm-hmm. telling us mm-hmm. that he can't help us to do the right thing. Correct. But should we look, if this is what is required to get to heaven, no one is going. Because, because everybody is guilty own. of something in here and probably more, more than, than something mm-hmm. in here. And that's why you needed Christ to be that perfect fulfillment and that perfect Savior. And it is beautiful. That's why his life was beautiful. It is perfect. That's why he is perfect. But it is not the sum total. It's but it not is that. not, this is what you do. The step-by-step plan to this get to heaven. This is what he did. <clears throat> this is what he did. So, well, and, and 
So I, I when I say when he said you can't do this, we're supposed to be trying to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the but we're not right we're not supposed say, to be. Don't even look at that. Here's what one, the other reaction from what you're saying on the extreme mm -hmm. right. The other reaction is well, since I'm a sinner and since I can't do this, I don't need to worry this. about we'll it. Just ignore this. My sin exactly doesn't right. matter. So so we have some because on the Jesus left who died said, for it. My I sin like doesn't this. matter. Yes, your sin matters a lot. That's all I need to know is right? that I need to love my neighbor as myself. I need to not lust. You know, if, if you called anybody, you out, know what, you act like just you didn't act like it. I know you know. I know what you were getting ready to say is where I'm, I'm already jumping mm -hmm. to where to Go the ahead. end. Mm -hmm. But when you say, "Oh, it's just love my neighbor as myself," you have never done that. No, I'm just you saying have you never done you, that. You, that's not a just absolutely. <clears throat> but that's, that's the a standard argument. you can't fulfill. That's, that's the argument right? on the extreme left. I'm not saying you've never loved your neighbor. I'm saying you have never loved your neighbor like as yourself. much as you love yourself. Yes, you we can't. spend all our time thinking about ourselves. I mean, listen. Mm -hmm. I'm all about just laying it out there. Right? We're, yeah. guilty. We're guilty. When the Bible, people, I love the Lord with all of my heart, mind, soul. You do not. You can't. That's the standard, and that's what Christ did. That's what we want. That's Lord. what Christ that's did what in the garden. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what Gethsemane's about. Mm -hmm. He loved the Father with all his heart, mind, soul, and spirit. He said, "Not my will, but, yours. but thine be done." Mm -hmm. You know, we try, we strive for that, we aim for that. That's our tenet and our standard. But that is not what we attained, mm -mm. right? And if it wasn't for the righteousness of Christ, we wouldn't have a. Shot. We'd all be lost. Mm -hmm. I can't take my righteousness to the King mm -hmm. because it's filthy rags. And we ended right? with this verse for us, Jesus in red, saying, verse twenty: "For I say unto you that except your righteousness, <clears throat> excuse me, shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. And today, I think the way we talk about the Pharisees and the scribes, you think, well, surely I can be more righteous than them. Though we sort of back. Do you realize that their entire life and all their existence was based on following a set of rules that they'd invented, most mm -hmm. of them? Most of but, them. But the righteousness, the doing the right thing, that's what they live for. Mm -hmm. Jesus is saying to this crowd, you, you better do better than that. And you, you better do better, better than your right. entire life focused on doing right and wrong because mm -hmm. that righteousness won't get you there. Mm -hmm. They can't save you. They can't help you. It, again, only the righteousness of Christ. Mm -hmm. Right? It, it better yes. be more than that. And and we <laughs> have to be careful. It better be more because, than that. Um, because we still like that pecking order piece. You know, he's... I even like, well, well, I keep most of it. No, you don't. You really don't. And even if you did, if you've broken one, you've broken the whole thing. That's what it says. So, so it doesn't matter if, if you've kept 90%. I don't believe you. If you've kept 90% of these things perfectly, right? In a bubble in your house. You're guilty somewhere. and you're lost forever because your righteousness doesn't qualify you mm -hmm. for heaven. But Christ does. Mm -hmm. And he offered it to you. He gave it to you. And that, I think that is probably the one thing that gets missed. Missed. I even miss it myself sometimes when I'm reading something and think, you know, hmm. I, I want to tell you something. I don't. I know this isn't exactly the same thing at all, but I got stuck on a verse this morning in my daily Bible reading when um, Jacob is blessing his sons. And I want you to listen to what he said to Judah. I know you've heard it. I know you've read it, and I know you've thought about it. But listen to the words that he uses because it sounds like he's talking. Just listen to what he says. It is in chapter 49 of Genesis, and it is in verse 9. Or it starts at verse 8. He said, Judah, thou art he whom thy brother shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. 
Judah is a lion's whelp from the prey. My son, thou art gone up. He stooped down, he crouched as a lion, and as an old lion, who shall rise him up, rouse him up? Now listen to this. The scepter, we all know this part. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come. And Shiloh means Jesus. It, it does Jesus. mean Jesus, but it's to whom it belongs. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The one that belongs the to one. who's coming. Yep. And unto him shall be the gathering of the people. But this is the one that got me stuck. It said, binding his foal into, unto the vine and his ass's colt unto the choice vine. He washed his garments in wine and his clothes in the blood of grapes. Now, I immediately went, hmm, wine, grapes, blood, you know. But binding his coal, I mean, so, sorry, binding his foal, his foal was his baby. His baby horse. Baby, baby horse, donkey. baby, right, baby mm-hmm. donkey. That's his offspring. Mm-hmm. Into the vine, unto the vine, and his ass's colt, <clears throat> male, young male, uncastrated animals, just wild, unto the choice vine. Bring them are, are you getting it where mm-hmm. I'm going? Because mm-hmm. I got back here and I started going, that's always been such an odd line. Why is that there? And trust me, if you're reading scripture and you're trying to study something and you see something that just doesn't make sense why it's there, stop, <laughs> because it's got to make sense somewhere. Someday. Isn't that exactly what Jesus did? He brought us all into the vine. Who's the vine? I am the way, the I truth, the and vine. I am the vine. You can't come. I mean, he's... Yeah. And all of this is in Genesis, way back here at the start Same story. of all this stuff yeah mm-hmm. and then we get over here and we think we're doing it mm-hmm. instead of the plan that god put in, put in purpose all in. together right because yeah, we i don't know why we think we have to be the ones in charge we have to be smarter than everything we're not smarter than god and he knows exactly what he's doing i can tell you in one sentence go we trust ourselves <laughs> And that defeats the whole purpose of what he's we, saying. We trust ourselves, whether we admit it or not, more than we trust God when mm-hmm. we say, I'm going to make sure, mm-hmm. right, th- that I have earned my way into heaven and into my reward. I'm going to get what I deserve. I'm going to earn my way in. I am going to trust Christ. I am and not I'm, going to I, I'm what gonna, I deserve. I'm going to believe what he says about everything and trust him entirely because I can't earn it. Mm-hmm. And my righteousness is filthy rags, and his righteousness takes my and what I deserve over mine. Has, he loaned it to me. What I deserve isn't what I want. And I, and I feel like we kind of told you the end before the beginning, and that's mm-hmm. okay because now I want you to listen as he goes through as we read through these things and we and we unpack them a little bit. I want you to listen to how close he's calling it mm-hmm. on these things and and what he is calling sin and what he is saying is under the judgment of God. This is the mm-hmm. wrath of God is appointed us for our sin. And these are the things that God has said, this won't stand before me. This sin won't stand before me. And see, mm-hmm. instead of everybody else you know, yourself mm-hmm. and, and your guilt before these things. Stop so, thinking about everybody else, yes. And, re- and with each one, every time you find yourself, raise your hands and say, thank you, Lord, for taking my place. And thank you for paying the price for this because I know I'm, I'm guilty. guilty of this. Thank yes. you for saving me because it's not from anything I have done. Just surrender to you and what you've done. I mean, that's that's your opportunity and this to is, praise. This is one of those areas in the Bible where it's preached out of a lot, mm-hmm. right? And you and when you section context, it out and you context, take it over here and take context. it over here, you can make all kinds yes. of really good things for it. Yep. But when you put it all together, you see that big picture of mm-hmm. fallen man 
sinful in nature, needing a God, needing a Savior, the plan of salvation. It's right here. Verse 21 is where we start, or at least that's where I marked in my book. Is that where you marked? Mm -hmm. It says, and Jesus in red, it's in red speaking, Matthew yeah. chapter red 5. Let me tell you about mm -hmm. something about the red letters. You'll never get to the end of the meaning. You'll never get to the mm -hmm. completion. You can't do it. Mm -hmm. Because you're listening to the mind of God. You're, you're listening to Jesus himself and the word of God speak. I heard of something else so, that I wanted to share with you. And I don't know if it's taught how long it goes, but the guy uh, from Ken Ham's group that I really like, the Jason Lyle, the astronomy guy, Science guy. he was talking about uh, logic. And, and I thought, you know what, I didn't have logic in school. I'm old and my classes, we didn't have logic. And I don't think a lot of our schools today have logic, but I know you have been teaching logic mm -hmm. in the homeschooling group that you're doing. But what, what struck me as odd is that he had to say, if it, he said the very nature of logic teaches you to think like God. And if you're thinking like God and you know this is wrong or you know this is this and this is this and the two can't be exist at the same place, then you have to use your logic to figure out. And he actually, it's the first time ever I've seen it. And I guess I'm telling you this on the podcast, but it was the first time I ever saw him, someone say, if A equals A, you know, how the things like I've seen the kids the do that. Yeah. And it's like, he, and he said, P and not P, yeah. Q and not Q. Yeah, and he said, if, you, yeah. if the part that struck me was the logical mind of God. Mm -hmm. If by nature you look at this and you go, well, this and this can't exist at the same time, where's the truth, right? Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. here. But you, we tend to kind of gloss over that. Well, maybe we can, you know, and he's going, no, no, no. If you want to understand sure scripture, you've got to think with a logical mind. Two things can't be completely opposite or they're completely different and be the same. They can't, you just, he went through all that. And I thought, yay, I've heard you teach that. There's a couple of sections and I'll tell you what they are next week. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought it was very There's interesting. There's only a couple. It was, a, it was very thing. interesting to me that he was using logic. And if we would really open our eyes in the world today, a lot of people don't have a lot of logic. They just take off on a thought and they go to the nth degree on a thought and that thought becomes real. And you, to think like God takes a little effort, right? To learn to think like God wants <laughs> you to You get think. a piece of it. You're not going to get all of it. Right. You're right. going to get a piece of it and you're going to grow in it. And you're going <laughs> to, you're going to, the more you apply it, the more he's going to give you, but you are never going to get to the end of this mind because this mind is far is not able ours. to be comprehended yeah. by you. And if it was, he wouldn't be God. But the point being, if it's if we just get it and we just and then we, we think we just and have, then a we team, haven't got it, we don't. <laughs> and haven't right. we found? Haven't we said that right. in a lot of our studies lately? Because we have even encouraged you as you study scripture, read it as if you're reading it for the first time. You're going to see something you didn't see before. I promise you, you will. You will see something, a word, a sentence, a phrase, a, a period changes the way the meat. I mean, you're going to see something when you read it. As if you're reading it the first time. Sorry, I had to do all that. That's okay. But I really liked the part that he brought in the logic. And when he was explaining that, I thought that makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, okay, so back. <clears throat> Sorry. Matthew chapter 5, verse 21. Ye have heard that it was said of them of old, Thou shalt not kill. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. Okay, we got that, right? That's what, that's what the top 10 says. Verse 22, but I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. I hate that guy. <laughs> I can't stand him. 
Mm-hmm. Right? He gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the looks of him. I don't like him. I don't like to listen to him talk. I hate his stupid face. <laughs> you don't say that about anybody. I, no, I say, hello, how are you? <laughs> no, just like the rest of you people. But if you have ever hated someone, you didn't really have a reason. You just don't like them. You just think you know better you than You think you're better than they are. You mm-hmm. think they're wor- oh, not there worth your time and your care. There comes pride again, right? Right? Mm-hmm. He said, you're guilty. You're guilty. And it's wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Anybody listening who's ever had somebody you don't like mm-hmm. for no reason? Just don't like their looks, don't like how they talk, don't like where they're from. I don't like the way he chews. <laughs> you, know? what? you just don't, wait, what? Yeah. But I say unto you who, that whosoever is angry with his brother without It didn't even say cause, hate. I would have appreciated if Jesus had used the word hate. But he didn't. He, he just did. Says he just angry. said angry. Angry. You got angry with that person and you really didn't have a good a reason. He, I mean, there was not a reason. Righteous anger. Mm-hmm. It was just anger. I just don't like that guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Or no, just put off. Anger. Shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. Watch this. But whosoever shall say, <laughs> thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. Okay, Raka is like, uh, it, it, I looked this up today a little bit because I'm like, now what are you talking about, Jesus? How, how tightly are we cutting this? Mm-hmm. Raka is like slander and libel. You're yelling in a public place or letting people know that this person is an idiot. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Yes. So, and, and that person, you say, wait a minute, you can't call me an idiot in public. You don't have any reason to call me that. And all these people think I'm an idiot. That's the council bring you up and say, hey, apologize to him. Tell everybody he's not an idiot. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But the thou fool is like saying not just, it's, it's like saying, Rocka, but you're saying not only are you an idiot, you're a rebellious idiot. It's like you're an idiot who's just not even worthy of my time. No, the, the rebellious part is like, and God thinks so too. <laughs> it's the rebellious part. It's like the, not only do I think you're stupid, God thinks you're stupid too. And, and the word says, you're such a rebellious idiot. Have you, have you said that? Well, I maybe didn't say that. <laughs> have you said about another person that, you know, not only are you the dumbest person I've ever met, I don't even know how God can stand you. I don't even know how God doesn't just kill you for that dumb thing you just said. You know what I mean? I mean, that's not funny. I'm not laughing. It's not funny because it's sin. This is is serious. But what? And when I laugh because we're we're guilty guilty of doing things, things. Jesus, you're saying I I not only can I not kill him, I can't call him a rebellious idiot, and I can't. Right? I can't yeah. slander them in public and I can't be, I can't so look at them and say, welcome to church. I'm so glad you're here. I hate that guy. I can't do that. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Right? Do you think sometimes it's, um, do, you, do you think also that because in public so is also pulling people to your side? You don't like him either. Do you like him either? Because he's really stupid. I think a lot of, I'm I so, think that I rebellious that. idiot, if we, we remember, we just came out of a conversation with the scribes and the Pharisees. I think that rebellious idiot is what they're saying about him. Mm-hmm. God can't, it, he's going against what the word says. That's what they keep accusing of, right? Mm-hmm. You're blaspheming the holy word. You're saying you're something mm-hmm. you're clearly not. They keep accusing him of being foolish and, and not knowing what he's talking about. When, when he says, Abraham saw my day, they say, 
You're not even 50 years old. old. You're an, in other words, it's but like don't forget. guilty, guilty, guilty. But don't forget too. And I always say this because I always, I always have to bring this in. We knew they were going to be blinded. God blinds them for that sake. They are, yes, they are so righteous. Let's just say this. They are Those that are guilty have received mercy said. at the cross. Mm -hmm. And that's for everything we're going to say. Mm -hmm. Those who are, he saved Pharisees. Yes, he did. Pharisees were saved not only during, like Paul Nicodemus. the Pharisee of the Pharisees. But right, right? after the resurrection, it mm -hmm. says that they came. There were those that believed and, and came. So, and, I, so here's just another so, place where you can't, you can She's so like, these people won't make it to heaven. No, that's not what it's saying. That's not what it's saying. It's saying these people right. are guilty, and you without Christ, they won't make it, it to heaven. It's the same brush. You've got to, right? Everybody's got that individual And then thirdly, thing. the standard is stop doing that. Mm -hmm. That's what he's saying to his children. Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. Stop, do stop hating people without a reason. Stop calling people idiots because you don't agree that. with what they mm -hmm. say. So there's there's three levels here, right? Mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's all this going on because that's how Jesus is. He doesn't... He doesn't tell you someone else's story, <laughs> right? So it, he tells you your story. In that one, that's true. And it yes, right? That, yes, and in this one sentence, in this one verse, twenty-two, it's broken down into those three. You mm -hmm. can say if you're angry mm -hmm. without a cause, or you can call your brother Raka, or you can say fool. He he breaks it down. We sometimes lump that together as if all those three things mean so the same you thing, can hear but that they and don't. say, I need a Savior. I am guilty. without excuse. Or you can hear that and say, Christ paid the debt for that. I accept him. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Or you can say, I'm his child. I need to fix that. I need to straighten need up to and aim that. toward mm -hmm. being real in my relationships and really loving people and not being had, a hypocrite. I have had a, I have got caught up in a situation recently where I felt like I was failing that miserably. And I finally realized and said to myself, I am not going to hell over this. No. I am not. I am going to, it doesn't matter. It, whatever happens, I'm not, it, I'm not doing these things. You, but there's a, the what blood is of the, Christ is keeping you out of hell. What's the thing I'm looking for when it increases and increases and increases? There's a, you start here, then you go here, it's and then progressive. you progressive. That's the word I'm yeah. looking for. It, and this is one of those things mm -hmm. in one little sentence, in one little verse. You that can have a whole lesson progression. about that verse. Yeah, you could spend a long time right here. And what it does in a marriage and what it does with your children, what it does with your family members well, or your, your friends, neighbors, your, your workers and everybody. Because it, you're not necessarily you're not even necessarily aware that you're not doing a righteous thing because mm -hmm. you're calling out a problem or you're calling out something you see, but you're doing it in a way that is murdering that person mm -hmm. in the eyes of others yeah. and, and demeaning and them and putting them down. And that's not what And I'm do. not going to hell over that. Well, right? I'm going to try really hard to accept that Christ, I'm going to try not to that. do that and I'm going to realize that he paid for that. He paid so for that. stop it. Yeah. Like so you stop. said, stop it. Try, keep, and now, or, which is our standard. Which is our goal. standard. And and right. do we always get that right? No, we don't. I wish but we did. The, the Holy Spirit will help us. But I'm trying. But we're trying, right? Connected right. to it's 23. We're not done with that thought. For this murder thought goes on for Seven four verses. more four more verses because this is included in it too. It's not a separate thought yet, mm -hmm. in which I really want to bring out because this talks about you know we're not talking about going in the altar like we go to the altar in our church to pray and have people pray with us although that's a great thing to think about too mm -hmm. he's talking about when you come with a sin offering that's pretty important the mm -hmm. sin offering that you bring in the under the old testament covenant that that sin offering rolls back the guilt of sin from you for a year mm -hmm. 
Yep. And he says, if you get there in the next verse, he's going to say, if you get there with that lamb and you've, you've had to pin that up, Right, you've mm-hmm. had to watch it. You've had to make sure it's without blemish. You've, you've had to do all these things, right. and you're all, and it's your turn, and you're there, and you remember. And I think this is interesting that your brother has ought against thee. It doesn't say you remember you're mad at somebody else. You should have already taken care of that. But if, if you should already forgiven that. But if you remember that you, he's he's upset with you because you did wrong, mm-hmm. leave the lamb. Leave the go gift. talk go to your talk brother and be reconciled because and come back. this reconciliation takes priority. Think about what how much Jesus is saying right here. Takes priority over your sin offering. I would rather you go and apologize for something maybe you don't even feel guilty about, but your brother has ought against you. He thinks you've done something. Yeah. I'd rather you go apologize for that and make that right before you offer an offering for sin that you've brought. Now, if you're like me, you just went through in your head and you thought, hmm, is there anybody that I think that way? Not that you're way? mad at. Well, that's yeah. how we read it. Like, mm-hmm. you've got a problem with somebody, go fix no, it. That's it says, not what it says. It says, let's read it out loud. <clears throat> Verse 23 says, Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there remember that thy brother hath ought against thee. And ought means something. <laughs> He's Fill in somehow. the blank. Mm-hmm. He's upset with you for something. Leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. That's a pretty, that's a pretty deep thing right That's there. a pretty deep priority. Because this has nothing to do with how you feel. No. Or I'm what, fine. I'm yeah, bringing my right. offering. I'm good. I'm having a good day. But I remember that, wait, he's upset with me. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure he's okay first. And then I'll take care of me. I'll restore him before I go mm-hmm. to offer an offering. Yeah. And verse 25, agree with thine adversary quickly, whilst thou art in the way with him, lest at any time the adversary deliver thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and thou be cast into prison. Verily I say unto thee, thou shalt by no means come out thence till thou hast paid the utmost farthing. So what's he saying about that? You know what? Sometimes you're going to have to lose a little with mm-hmm. that adversary. But it is better to be, go back to that peacemaker, blessed are the peacemakers, mm-hmm. right? For they mm-hmm. shall be called the children of God. Yep. It, the, the, the one who sees that problem, and, and while he's, he's just trying to figure out what to do to you mm-hmm. over this thing, you go and meet him more than halfway. Say, let's settle this thing. Let's make peace about this thing. Even if it costs you a little bit, mm-hmm. go do it. Because if you wait till that trouble comes all the way in and, and head to head with it, you're going to be in much worse situation. There's a right? there's a progression here too. Again, while you're in the way, or before you get delivered to the judge, or before the judge delivers right. you to the officer, or you're put to prison. Yeah. Which stage should we deal with this problem? How about as soon as we're aware of it? As soon as we know. As soon as we know there's a problem. Let's see. Even if I lose a little. Mm-hmm. Let's let's deal with this adversary. And you may lose a lot. I mean, there's a lot of humility. And when in you that. think about that, and you there's think, humility in leaving the offering and going and talking to my mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. There's humility. There's putting yourself aside. There's humility in saying you are so stupid. But instead of thinking that, I'm going to pray for you, and I'm going to listen to what you have to say, and I'm going to be patient with you instead of calling you a fool. There's and there's I'm not humility. Going to embarrass you publicly, right? I'm not going to do all yes, and you know. If, if we stayed right here for a month, we'd have a lot right? more to say. We couldn't, there would, you would never get finished with all but the people things. People would probably stop listening to us. Yeah. 
<laughs> and what you would yeah. say is, you, you if you know either of us, you know we've been in these situations. Everybody where has. We've done that. We're not special. We're Everybody not special, has. but you you might look at Everybody us and has. say, well, you do that. Well, we're trying not to. Yeah. We're trying to recognize. Don't that look for me. Look for you. Don't. Yeah. Yes. That's right. <laughs> look for you. And I'll look for me. And then I wonder how many people sat here and thought of a person. Did you think of somebody who you, need to go talk you to? didn't think was so, you don't have a problem with it, but they're hurt mm-hmm. over it. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Because that's right. the key to the yeah. whole thing, right? You can't just ignore what you know. Mm-hmm. And even if you found out that you weren't wrong or they didn't think that, but you thought they did, it's not going to hurt the situation, is it? No. All right, then we hit verse 27, and where do we want to lead in on verse 27? So I love how everybody, you don't hear a lot on the murder section. Mm -hmm. You don't hear a lot of that. But boy, when you get to adultery and divorce. (laughs) And fornication. We we will make whole church doctrines out of one verse. Not that you can't, because Jesus is right about what he says. He is not wrong whatsoever. But it's amazing how we won't throw someone out permanently for saying thou fool. But we will throw someone out permanently for for violating one of the ideas right here. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying to you that if this is where sin finds you, you've got the same blood of Jesus to apply to that sin as I do to the ones where I'm thinking things I shouldn't and angry for things I shouldn't be and not making things right between people who I've offended You've got the same blood available to you. You know what's amazing? We're getting ready to read this, and I thought all day about the woman at the well. Mm -hmm. And I thought the same Jesus, the same red letters Mm -hmm. that say what the standard is, that this is what we're aiming for, this is right, Mm -hmm. right? You're guilty here. Mm -hmm. You are. Went to that woman in the middle of the day and says, hey, where's your husband? Mm -hmm. Right? Call your husband. She Mm -hmm. says, I don't have a husband. Mm -hmm. He said, you're right. You've had five. This says if you... If you've married someone, no, I'm not. I'm not saying she. If you've married someone who's divorced, you are. The word is committing, like now and henceforward. Mm-hmm. And you know, Jesus doesn't turn around and say, "And you should leave that guy because you're committing adultery right now." He doesn't say. He that. says, "How about you ask me for a drink, and I'll give you water, and I'll give you a drink, and you will never thirst again. I'll satisfy what it is." That you've been looking for in five husbands. I'll mm-hmm. satisfy what it is that you're that forced you out here at this well mm-hmm. in the noonday sun. And what's amazing is we there. Are, it's it's interesting to me as a preacher's daughter, the things that receive our grace and mercy and the things that don't receive our grace. And now, mercy. when you say ours, we're not talking about God. No, I'm talking. We're about talking the church. about the churches, grace and mercy, and what doesn't. And I'm not saying that these things that he said he didn't mean. He did. He died for them. He meant them so much. He took stripes on his back. And he took beatings he didn't deserve, and he was nailed to a wooden cross, and he he was pierced in the... He meant what he said, but there's grace here too, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, and I think it is a good point to part... It is a good practice to realize everybody, we're all human, and that That doesn't mean it was okay. That No, but that goes for the church world too. But that means your righteousness is filthy rags. You know, when do we get to say... Oh, this party meant, but this party didn't. 
This part he was just a suggestion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But this part he's serious, and it's not. And it's funny because the suggested part is always the part that we're doing. <laughs> Isn't that what the Pharisees did? He That's said. Exactly he said, "You won't. You won't go in yourself, and you won't let anybody else. And you block the way so nobody else can get and in. And you put such burdens on them, nobody can handle yeah, it. Yeah. He said, "You won't pick up your little finger." To do something mm-hmm. for some, but you you'll load them down until their backs break. You you'll overwhelm them yep. with the guilt of their sin. And and let's not be Pharisees. Let's let's, let's take this entire passage in the context that it's given. These are the holy standards of God. This is right and true and good, and not one word will change. He said, mm-hmm. "Ever until this world put right, right, not a jot or a tittle. Not yes. nothing's going to change." That doesn't mean there's not mercy and grace for people in violation mm-hmm. of any section. And he is always there to accept that. And he say, "You want some water?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> some right? Water. When you when you feel scorched in this passage because you found yourself, he's offering living water. Mm-hmm. Right? To clean it and clear. It. And you'll yes. never thirst again. So let's hit it, verse 27. Ye have heard that it was said of them by them of old, thou shalt not commit adultery. Top 10, right? But I say they, unto There's you, the death penalty on that one under Jewish law. Mm-hmm. Committing adultery, you take the man and the woman and stone them to death. That's how serious that sin is mm-hmm. and the guilt of that. And they brought, Thou a, shalt and not they brought the adultery. woman caught in the very act of adultery to him to do, to that, do that, to see what he would say. But he says here, verse 28, But I say unto you, this being Jesus, that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her, hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And you might, I mean, you you brought up the woman caught in the very act of adultery. And everybody always says, I wonder what Jesus wrote in the dirt that made them drop all those stones. He could have written a list of people who'd also committed adultery. He'd mm-hmm. also been in that very, he could have written a list of people who'd committed it in their heart. Mm-hmm. He could have written about the secret sin. That mm-hmm. lust that you've been carrying and who you'd like to commit adultery with if you could get away with it. And not get, you know, yeah. because because both are humiliating. And that's what it says right here. And right? embarrassing. The secrets of our heart. That mm-hmm. if you are only not committing adultery because you can't find a way not to get caught, <laughs> you're not let off the hook here. Yeah. And if you if you're lusting after somebody that's not your partner, it's not your commitment, mm-hmm. you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're you you're guilty. To, yeah. But what does he say to her? Now, I don't know what her situation is and how she got into that place. But when they drop the stones, he says, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no, Go more. And sin no more. Don't continue in that sin and think mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm not saying it's okay. It is not okay. But Jesus knew he was going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just In just yes. a few days, he was going to pay for it. Yep. Yep. Right? So, yes. <clears throat> and verse I've got you covered. And aren't you thankful for that? Yeah. Because sometimes you can't, it seems like sometimes you can't help the thoughts that come in your mind, but you do have the authority to say, I'm not, no, I'm not going there. Right? Here's your progression, verse 29, because what he's talking about, your eye offending you, he's talking about this lust. Mm-hmm. He's talking about this constantly seeking out perverted pleasures and lust and, mm-hmm. and getting your flesh excited about things that you are not committed to and are not mm-hmm. ordained by God. And he says, it'd be better for you to lose an eye, mm-hmm. right? If, if you can't if stop I, doing the sin, it'd be better for you to lose body parts. And enter into heaven because you're guilt. What's he saying? You are guilty. Mm-hmm. And you're guilty of a sin in the flesh that you can't correct and you can't fix. Guess what? You can't unring the bell. You can't undo it. Mm-hmm. If there's not Jesus, if there's not the cross, you're eternally lost. Yep. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. 
And he says, notice God gave the Ten Commandments and he's elaborating on them. And this I'm is saying, what I mean by that. And I'm saying this. It's not just that, Barry. It's not. Here's what we were getting at. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. This is yeah. why adultery yeah. is wrong. Because this in, inward man is loving things that are forbidden for him to love. Is 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 feeding the flesh and not the spirit. Is walking after evil. Is desiring to do evil things. It, I see what you really believe. Mm-hmm. What you really think. Really what you thinking. do when nobody else knows about. Mm-hmm. Right? And it is not okay. And it's not okay. It is not okay. But it can be forgiven. And it can be. And verse 30 says, And if thy right hand defends thee. And I've had people say, Really? That's what he said? Cut it off? Cut off your right hand? That's how serious it is. Cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that hath one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast in there. Yeah, this is in the section on idolatry, but even today there, there are countries where if you're caught stealing, taking something that doesn't belong to you, guess what? That's what adultery is. You're taking something that doesn't belong to you. Mm-hmm. They'll cut your hand off. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the punishment. They, they, they will cut your hand off. They can't steal now, but they can steal with their toes. I'm telling you, it's the inside, Christ is saying. Mm-hmm. And, and it would, the these, these outward things that we think are all the proof that we're righteous and holy, God knows that your heart is evil. He knows what you'd like to take that's not yours. Mm-hmm. And what you, and do you take have no something. right to. Mm-hmm. But, but you say, well, in my case, it's different. I, I'm an exception, and the timing is just off. And you got to understand the situation is really like this. If that, if you're not entitled to that, if you don't have the right to that person or thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's sin. It's sin. You're taking it out of time, out of season, out of out permission, of, out, out of, of pride, out of you're, you know what you're I mean. Taking it on your own. Sorry, and it doesn't belong to you. <clears throat> Verse thirty-one. It hath been said, whosoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving or except for the cause of fornication, causes her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committeth adultery. Committeth adultery. Just pretty blunt. That's what he said. Pretty blunt, right? And he's saying, there. so you think, I'm just not happy with this wife and I'd like to have a different one. Guess what? That doesn't belong to you. That doesn't belong. To, the opportunity, the timing to do that does not belong to you. Because that wife that you took is your commitment. You made a promise. You, you made a promise and you keep your promise. Like God keeps his promises. Mm-hmm. You want to be right with God, you don't break your word. He said, if, if of, she's sleeping with someone outside of marriage, well, then you have the right to say, I'm done with this. But even when you say you're done with this, here's the thing. If she goes and marries another, mm-hmm. he says it's adultery. I thought about this this week. If she goes and marries another... That puts guy number one out of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Do you know even when they put them away, there's a responsibility mm-hmm. toward making sure that she's. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's saying no. You're not done with your commitment, mm-hmm. even if you're allowed to remarry and marry another. You have to keep the promises you've made. Mm-hmm. And Talk he, about, he takes promises very seriously. He takes covenants very seriously. And then think of Hosea and Gomer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And God says, go, go make your wife, take your wife of the prostitutes. When, and he has a horrible time with this woman who continually sells Goes herself mm-hmm. to other people. And God redeems. Hosea goes and buys her back. And he goes and buys her back. And he, and he brings her back in despite how much he's hurt, it, hurt him and, and all the damage he's done. And God said, this is a picture of me and you. <laughs> 
You keep, you keep breaking your promises, and I never do. I stand ready to redeem you, ready to save you. And haven't we all seen that husband and wife situation where we've seen it, I've seen it. I can name some people who, no matter what the other one did, they'd go get them and they'd try And to everybody says, it. you're crazy. And they'd say, there's something wrong with you, there's something wrong <laughs> yeah. with you. I don't know why they put up with that. I don't know why he does that or she does that. And, and I'm not judging your situation or anybody's either. situation because that's between you and the Lord. What I'm saying is... If, if we did things the way God had us to do them, all of these things, we would not be in violation we of. Mm-hmm. We would lose it somewhere. We but somewhere in here, you're in violation of something. Mm-hmm. And the judgment and the wrath of God is on you unless you call you've out called God. out to Jesus mm-hmm. Christ and surrendered your life to him. And then he's already taken He's already done it. The judgment. He's already taken the consequences um, of your sins and the payment for your sins. Something about a, He's a, already a price done. that's already won. Something about a uh, battle that's already won. This battle's already won. Mm-hmm. Not saying, okay, go do whatever you want. No, that's not that's what not I'm saying. saying. No. This is the righteous standard. So if you're saved and you're hearing this, guess what? Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Stop it. Stop. Nip it in This the is the standard that God wants you to live by. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we all need grace on each one of these mm-hmm. things. Right, and just we because this isn't my sin doesn't mean it doesn't, doesn't mean matter. That doesn't mean it doesn't matter, and doesn't mean I shouldn't be trying to get that brother or sister back to right. Nope. Right. The goal is that we should mm-hmm. help each other. Mm-hmm. Verse thirty-three. Now we got another thing, right? Perjury, retaliation. And Jesus, notice Jesus doesn't say on top of this one. Now this one is not as serious. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> Don't worry about this one as much as you worried about the last one. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's not in there. there. There's not any even separation in what Jesus is saying. There's only separation because people put it in there. There wasn't any separation from calling somebody <laughs> For a none fool, of them. calling them a fool and committing adultery. I know. There's no difference. This is all one speech, guys, yeah. and uh, with no division that isn't man-made. Mm-hmm. So and There are a lot of man-made divisions, but, but that this, doesn't mean The divorce is. one leads right into the oath one because this is promises. So verse 33 says, Again, ye have heard that it hath been said by them of old time, Thou shalt not forswear thyself, but shalt perform unto the Lord thine oaths. But I say unto you, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou canst make one hair white or black. But let your communications be yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. He says in the Old Testament, it's better not to make an oath than to make an oath and break it. Want to hear something funny, not funny, but weird? I can change the color of my hair, but not what he means. <laughs> what he's sitting, when he's saying this, mm-hmm. Peter's sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Not me, Lord. Peter heard three times swore. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know. I don't even know him. Three times swore, and it says the language he used, they thought, well... You must know? not be him. <laughs> Three times he swore that he didn't even know who Jesus was. Guilty. Mm-hmm. Opening sermon of the day of Pentecost, because when he rose from the grave, mm-hmm. a believer was born mm-hmm. in Peter who went and saw an empty tomb, right? And was called out by Jesus. Hey, come on. Mm-hmm. We've got job. Go get my disciples and Peter. And Peter. Talk and tell him on. that it's time to come. So I'm saying, again, I'm not saying that it doesn't matter what Jesus said. It very much matters. But what, what also matters is that if, if you have made promises you have not kept, if you have sworn 
in ways you should not swear by th and not been able to keep your word because mm -hmm. either you were too lazy to or you were physically unable to or you were just lying to get ahead. Mm -hmm. There's grace. Mm -hmm. There's grace at the foot of the cross because it it's is. his righteousness, not yours. But at the same time, with that stop comes, it. comes the stop it part. If you, you belong to Jesus Christ, don't, don't swear it. about things and not do what you say you're going to do. You better say, that's also, what I'm going to try to he do. He also says somewhere. <laughs> if God allows it, I'm going to try to do it that he, way. I, Right? I was thinking junior, if Lord yeah. willing, I'll Lord be. willing. But but also it says if I can't trust you in the little things, yeah. I can't trust you if in the I, If things. I can't believe your yes and believe your no, all your swearing doesn't convince me anyway. Mm -hmm. Have no. you ever had people do that? Yeah. I always tell my kids, never trust anyone who has honest as their first name. <laughs> honest Joe, <laughs> honest Bob, right? Honest Brad. They are not honest because if you are honest, you don't have to put that as your first name. You no, can just say, know. I'm Joe. <laughs> But people know, right? You know, people yeah, know. People never. and you they may not say, but they know and they're paying attention and they wanna they wanna understand how you can say you're both. I've said this before, but especially in medical situations, I almost want to throw them out of the room. When you have somebody come in, I promise you, I have oh, I never that. had anything bad happen in any of it's the almost, millions of cases I've done. Stop and like, going, please, like, would you leave and get a replacement who has made a few mistakes? Because I do not want your pride making me lose a kidney i just want, I want you yep. to go and, I, and it always happens in medical things now don't Please worry about stop. it it'll be okay mm -hmm. i've done this no i don't want you to tell me that and every time they've done we took lena to the nicu and yeah. it, right i mean every every time it's happened something big happens i'm like don't it. lie to me bob <laughs> yeah keep it to yourself because but you if you notice humbled. these are all the things that just hit home this isn't like don't build a skyscraper or, you know, this are, these are just the normal, everyday things of life, right? Don't, mm -hmm. don't... Um, They're the real things. Yeah, don't think so highly of yourself. Quit thinking you're something when you're not, because you're not anything without God. He gave you everything mm -hmm. that you have. Stop telling lies. Don't look for things that aren't yours. Don't covet. Don't, I mean, all those things are wrapped up in these verses. It's not like he's telling them not to do some big exorbitant you know these are the normal everyday stuff i thought it was interesting today in verse 37 that that word where it says whatsoever is more than these just saying yes and no mm -hmm. cometh, of evil. cometh of evil that evil word is a word used for like the devil it's not just evil it's, it comes from the evil one like it's satan who's wanting you to make these big boastful swearing mm -hmm. promises like make this big ornate affair out of you giving your word to mm -hmm. do something and pledging something i would never break my word that's satan that's in pride mm -hmm. encouraging you to do that when it's enough for you to say yes and no and mm -hmm. then keep your word mm -hmm. and just do it. right mm -hmm. but it's satan that like entices us to think more of ourselves than we ought and to make make claims that we can't cover mm -hmm. and we don't even have we don't have the ability to cover Right, so don't do that. And and I know. Do I you ever think about that coming from the devil himself? Yes, because I think yeah. about I think about the abundance of words, and you know, from the abundance of your mouth, from the words you speak, tells you where your heart's at. Mm -hmm. And who are you trusting? Who are, you are you, the Lord? Are you are you your right. own savior, or are you? Do you realize where you got? And I always am amazed at the people who don't realize that their talent didn't come from them. They could have, but for the grace of God, had no voice box or had, I mean, they don't even realize that it's the grace of God that's allowed them to be able to do the things that they do. 
I'm guilty of that. So when we go through these things here, I hope that as if you've been a Christian a long time, you're not going, yeah, I know people like that, right? Like you said at the beginning, think about yourself. Be honest with yourself. If you're honest with yourself, you're going you to say, met the I'm guilty, I'm guilty, I'm guilty, I'm guilty, I talk too much, I say too much, I promise too much, I want to look good to the people that I work with or the people that I have in church with. I want them to think that I'm a... Well, what is that? That kind of is right there in the middle of pride, right? I think something of myself, so I want everybody to think that of me too, right? Guilty, always guilty. And that's, that's a hurtful thing, I think, sometimes when you're studying Scripture. But if God says that to you, you got to kind of do something with it, right? Your identity is child of God. Your identity is the body of Christ. Your mm -hmm. identity is seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Your identity is someday, you, if you suffer with me, you'll reign with me. Your identity is his chosen, mm -hmm. his beloved, right? So when we talk about like the pride, that's not pride. That's truth. Mm -hmm. That's my identity. But my pride is, let me show you how I earned it. Mm -hmm. Let me show you how good I am that God wanted me, mm -hmm. right? And, and there, and it is a, it is a deceitfully fine line mm -hmm. between who I am in Christ and who I'm holding myself up to be. And it's also to other people. It's, it's very prideful because there's that fear. Someone's not going to know you know stuff. He's, you know, you know if you, if you go on to where we're going to teach tomorrow in Corinthians, he said, I've given you not only talents, I've given you gifts. I've given you abilities. I, mm -hmm. I, I'm able, I'm enabling you to do things that you don't even know that you can do. I'm, I'm giving you that. It's going to happen. Yeah. So you can be like, don't, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm no good. No, he gave you that. You can do that. Yeah, this isn't a matter of right? beating yourself down. This is the a opposite is, but look how great I am because yes. you're doing it through the power of God and his design for you, his plan for you. Mm -hmm. So it is a decision. And what God puts mind. together, he puts together right, right? He, he knows does. what he wants you to do. Now, whether you'll be submissive and stop thinking so much of yourself and do what he wants you to do, that's a whole other thing. I don't know. These verses, I agree with you. If you go through this, it sort of kind of makes you go, oh. Okay, got to do better there. Can we talk about vengeance here in the next one? You have heard it said. So remember, he's what he's saying and what he said in the beginning was, I did not come to destroy the law, but I came to fulfill it, to tell you what it really is and to live it. Mm -hmm. Right? And so this one right here, certainly he does. All of them he does. But mm -hmm. I, I think this one right here really cuts to the very quick of things because he's telling you, this. I gave you this in the law. Mm-hmm. But he's telling you why. Mm -hmm. He's like, I gave you this so that it would deter you from Don't hurting you like your brother. Don't you like knowing the why? I love right? to the, know why the why. is, okay, so when we talk about it, it says, verse 38, ye have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Remember, it even said that about slaves mm -hmm. and people that you wouldn't normally protect in any other system mm -hmm. of law. But in God's law, he said, hey, you can't treat them that way. You can't do that. And, and you owe something if you do. You, you are equally allowed to be violated. So what is that? The next verse tells you, this is why I said that. Because it was supposed to be, that was supposed to make the person who would attack fearful. Mm -hmm. If you do this, you're going to get it right back. Mm -hmm. So don't do this. Mm -hmm. Right? But I say unto you, verse 39, that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if any man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, 
go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. He said, what I wanted you to do was to have the kind of heart, right, mm-hmm. that sought good for the other person. We don't seek good right? for the other person. So I, if I sought good for the other person, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't knock his tooth out. Mm-hmm. And then have to worry about him knocking my tooth out. Mm-hmm. Knocking his eye out. I have to worry about him knocking my... If I say, okay, he did wrong to me. Now I have every right. If you sow I have every wind, right to get it back. If you sow to the wind, you reap the whirlwind. But he Remember? said, what if it, What if you took it where God's heart was? And instead of seeking that revenge, right? Instead of seeking what you're owed mm-hmm. in this situation. And you could be very well the, the right guy owed. on the rightfully. It's, it's a right. right you have offense. a very good case for it. How about instead of that, instead of doing harm to the other person, you do good to the other person. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of getting revenge, you say, you know what? I'm going to act like that didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm just going to suffer a little bit of wrongdoing mm-hmm. because I care more about you than getting even. Mm-hmm. That's the heart of God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ of anybody did absolutely that. Had the best case of all time for getting even. Mm-hmm. I've said this before, but when Jesus rose on the third day, I wonder how many centurions hearing that news, shivered in their beds, mm-hmm. quaked with fear. Because in man's heart, mm-hmm. if you had done that to me and you knew I was innocent, Pilate said he would, I find no fault in this mm-hmm. man. And then everybody that took part, took part had to have been in terror mm-hmm. when somebody says he's alive. Mm-hmm. He didn't because a human being would immediately seek an eye for an eye mm-hmm. and a tooth for a tooth and revenge. And justly so, mm-hmm. he did nothing. Mm-hmm. But instead, what does he do? You had to let the pure evil come out if you're a Roman guard and you're beating Christ and taking his cloak and smiting. There was nothing. There had there was no reason for them to be. There was no reason for them. They had to be that way. There's nothing but cruelty. There's nothing but injustice. There's nothing but lies in the accusation. There's nothing but evil on that mountain. And it didn't offend them. It was something someone else was even offended about. But you got the fun much more than a tooth, right? Much more than an eye. And he says, hey, you know what? You took that. Let me give you eternal life also. You took my life. Mm-hmm. Now, now let me give you the rest of what I have. Mm-hmm. Let me give you my place in heaven. Let me give you my kingdom. Let me give you salvation full and clear. I mean, if any verses have ever, you can see the fulfillment of what he right did there. right there. Right? Mm-hmm. He said, you know, somebody says, I'm going to make you go and carry my load. I'm above you in authority i'm commanding you to do something for me and you're going to carry my stuff for a mile he said don't just do that do it with joy and take it more think about what jesus has carried for you and how far he's went with you when you're going the wrong way willfully and he said not only am i going to i'm going to go with you as long as it takes i'm going to bring you back i'm going to call you back to me Right? I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. Just think about how he fulfilled every word, all of these. He didn't commit adultery. He didn't do that. You know what he said? He said to the Jews first. Right? Mm -hmm. To the Jews first. Yeah. Then to the I'm still faithful to them. Mm -hmm. Tell them the gospel first. Mm He did. He didn't divorce us. I don't feed them. When we got it all wrong. I don't give the food to the table. I don't give the food table food my words to the scraps to the dogs Mm -hmm. but they do eat what falls on the table think about how foolish we are Mm -hmm. what rebellious fools we are and yet he called us the sheep that hear his voice Mm -hmm. 
Right? He, every one of these. Uh-huh. And he's the door that opens, yes. Right? Every one of these. He he did that. And then here's the, the whipped cream on top, right? Mm-hmm. Ye have heard that it hath been said, verse 43, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say, but I say unto you, love your enemies. Didn't he? Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. He said, Father, forgive them. That they, they know not what be, they do. That they may be the children of your Father, which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Uh, this is Vivian Endicott right here. You didn't do this. For if Jesus you love them which love you, if you love the ones that love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans the same. Mm-hmm. And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so. You know what he's saying? you got to be walk different. It, walk after me. Completely Look at what different. I've done. Not, not completely different. No, he completely did different. that. You've got to change your but he mind did that. and your logic has to learn to think like God. Nobody's he ever that. fulfilled that. Like, like Jesus, Jesus fulfilled that. Mm-hmm. Without any... Mistakes. Pray for Perfectly. those. Perfectly. Think he prayed for those that despitefully used him. He loved those that hated him. He still does. Right? Mm-hmm. He he does good for those that don't deserve it. He gives showers blessings on people that despise his name and put down his name and and try to get people he still pours out blessing, that rain. Right? Mm-hmm. That good mm-hmm. from heaven. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Now he's perfect. Yeah. He's perfect. He's matured and perfect, yes. But but perfect in the scripture is fully grown. This is grown up stuff. Yep. This is knowing that the standard this is, how children is met act. by Christ. Right? I want what I want. That's I'm how adults act. But still I, I want, mean I don't I don't like you, I'm gonna hate you. that's children. If I'm you're gonna be even. perfect and mature, you've gotta put aside the childish things and think like God like an adult he knows no human being is perfect the bible says there no, is no, none good no not one no not one right no not one Mm-mm. except christ mm-hmm. except god himself was perfect he says be perfect grow up mm-hmm. stop the way always about and, you. and look at the way mm-hmm. look at the standard look at look at the ideal and you aim your life surrendered life toward these goals and here's the best thing don't be shocked mm-hmm. that you can't fully accomplish any of them. Because you can. Well, I don't we're supposed to go that way, we're but we to are try. not going to perfectly be able to do this. If we did, you didn't have to come. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. that doesn't make it okay to do. I don't know how to keep saying that and not make you crazy out there listening to me. I am not saying do all these things that Jesus said not to do. Not even a little bit. I'm saying you should find your righteousness filthy mm-hmm. when you read these words. You should recognize that you can't. And you it. should beg for his. <laughs> and he'll mm-hmm. give it to you. Mm-hmm. Right? You surrender your life to him. He'll let his righteousness stand in your and place. And I will tell you, I think if you've been in church a long time, you should be careful to guard yourself against that self-righteous pride. Don't pick and choose what God thought was choose, important because right. you don't know. Because it's not, there's not, this is more... You're more. You're going to hell, and you might be forgiven. And you know, we're all. We all have 
we're all common it's common demand right so I think we're about out of time do you have anything you want to sum up with I just just thank you Jesus thank you Lord and I'm so glad that when I stand in judgment I will not stand alone no, I've heard people say that you're going to stand alone. no I'm not Jesus Christ is going to be right there with me and his blood is going to have me covered He's going to say, that's one of mine. And that's the only way that I, I make it. I agree. Me too. And I don't, find, I don't find myself looking at chapter 5 and making me feel superior to anybody. What it does is humbles me at the foot of the cross and makes me want to worship and praise and thank Him. Just because, because it's all, again, fresh in my mind what it is He did for me. Mm -hmm. Right? It is. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. Keep your Bibles open. Stay battle ready. It is a battle. See, it's what we've talked about in this whole this whole uh, chapter. It's something you have to be in the warfare on. You can't just slide through as if it doesn't matter. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to the Battle Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what we studied today, or if you'd like to send us a message, you can email us at battlereadybiblestudy at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. That's battlereadybiblestudy at gmail.com. You can also find more information on our website, www.addisonfwbchurch.org forward slash battlereadybiblestudy. Battle Ready Podcast, believing what it says.